Hello, welcome back. This is Stephanie Fetterman, and this is the Growing Grief Podcast. We are so excited to have you back. This is my beautiful friend, Nakaya. I am so excited to have you here and share your story. Well, thank you for asking me to be a part of this today. So my story is that I was born um, into this world by my mom. She was 14, my dad was 16. And so children raising children was just hard back in the day. Um, And so because my parents were so young, my grandmother kind of took the reins on the relationship and just basically sent my father away. Mm -hmm. When I was two, my mom met my stepfather and he was the person that just kind of stepped into those shoes and became my father. Mm And so he kind of raised me, he accepted me as his own. I was the last of seven children. Um, So he just taught me so many life lessons and really poured into me as a father should, Mm -hmm. his daughter. It was last year, right after Easter, where I learned that he was being moved into hospice and my heart was just, my heart just broke. Mm-hmm. Um, none of the children knew that he was sick. Um, none of the children knew that he had any health issues. And so just suddenly was news that he's ill, come mm-hmm. now. Um, I was shocked, I was stunned, and immediately grief set into me um, in my heart. And I had never experienced grief to this magnitude ever in life. Mm -hmm. I remember losing my great-grandmother when I was a little girl, um, but never to this extent have I lost anyone this close to me. So I didn't know what I was experiencing. Um, It was my husband that told me, you're experiencing grief Mm -hmm. because the tears would just fall. And I would think of all the memories and the good times that I had with my dad and all the life lessons that he taught me And so I immediately ran to his bedside and he was unrecognizable and that was hard. Yeah. So it was me saying my goodbyes right then and there and making peace with his passing. Mm -hmm. And that was easier said than done because you don't want them to go. But I grabbed a hold of all the things that he taught me and I told him I thanked him Mm -hmm. for those life lessons because they truly carried me through life. He was given six months to live. He is still living today, thank God. He actually had a period where he gotten better and was gaining weight, but his memory is leaving him daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, grief now is just me making peace mm-hmm. with that, you know, he'll transition any day. Mm-hmm. And um, being able to know that I did have a father that loved me Mm-hmm. Even on his sick bed, he calls me today and just says, I love you and have a good day. Aww. Yeah. And that means so much to me. And that's something that I always carry with me. And it had gotten, gotten so bad with my grief that I found it really hard to find that peace. Mm-hmm. And I had called an old friend, and I was just kind of sharing some things with her. And she said, well, you know, your gift 
heals you. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I said, I never thought about it like that. Because at the time, I wasn't using my gift. I was serving in other capacities, but I wasn't using the gift that God had given me and put me on this earth to do. So I just say to anyone that if you have purpose, if, if you understand what your purpose, your God-given purpose is on this planet is, that is what will heal you in times where you feel hurt and broken and you go through the toughest seasons. And it wasn't until I got back to it where I under, fully understood that it does. Yeah. It brought me peace. And so the things that I found in that time to kind of propel me to that place of peace was just servitude. Yeah. I'm a servant at heart. I love people. I love serving people. And so making coffee on a Sunday brought me joy. Yeah. (laughs) In those times, um, greeting people, passing out t-shirts, whatever I could do to help. Those were things that I found peace in doing yeah during that time where it was really tough for me to make peace with it um allowing God to God to fill me yeah um when I wasn't using my gift there were lots of moments where I just would be on my knees and I just would say God fill me up yeah and he did yeah and so I just used that um Time where I wasn't using my gift as a time of refilling mm-hmm. because he was filling some new holes yeah in that new hole of, that new <laughs> hole of pain of grief he was filling it up yeah and I'm so grateful that we can come to him and ask him to fill us up yeah and he will yeah I definitely believe that you know there's something to be said about when you're going through struggles to just focus on other things because it in a way it takes our eyes off of what we're going through and it just makes it a little bit easier not that it takes it away but it just makes it a little bit easier to go through and and I think that's why so many times in Bible they say fix your eyes on Jesus because as we're going through troubles in this world because that is a guarantee regardless of whether you're a believer or not we will encounter trouble in this world and when we're able to fix our eyes on Jesus or serving others in some capacity, there's so much healing that comes from that. Yes, I totally agree with you. And so I was glad to have those moments where I could step in and serve coffee and serve others and allow God to fill me in that in that time. Um, another way that kind of helped me through and propelled me to peace was surrounding myself around positivity yeah I'm such a relational person um and God uses people and so you know small group friends Mm -hmm. friends that I've made at the church um have definitely been there for me through this time yeah um whether going to lunch or brunch or coffee um definitely helped me a great deal yeah and just being a listening ear you know, a shoulder to cry on. Um, so I am so appreciative of being a part of a church that 
loves being in relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so important cuz I I mean I can only say that I've been to a handful of churches, but when it's one of those churches that don't embrace like I know that our church in, embraces small groups and being in communication and community with other people, but if you're at a church where that doesn't embrace that, you just get lost in the shuffle and I know at our previous church, we had small groups, but I know for Lucas and I, in that season that we were at that church, um, we were so busy. He was commuting an hour and a half, one way to work. Mm-hmm. I was going through nursing school, so it was so difficult difficult to actually be in community with other people. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for us, we really struggled to, one, get connected like we should have, mm-hmm. Um, but also developing those relationships. And I think that there's so much value in being in relationship with other people and having friends and having fellow believers surrounding you because they are the ones that will be helping you through any kind of struggle that you're going through. Yeah. You know, aside from obviously God helping us through. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. Don't do life alone. You don't have to. Yeah. What would oh go ahead. go ahead? I was gonna say what would be probably one of the things that you learned throughout the I guess the biggest lesson that you learned through hmm. I guess that's kind of an off question from no. what, I, what I told you to prepare for. I would say just one of the things is that one is I guess one of the biggest things is is kind of what I've already mentioned is that just your gift heals you. Yeah. You know, and so whatever that, whatever your purpose is, you know, just to, I know sometimes we have to set it down. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like one of those things where we do really, something that we do really well, whether mm-hmm. it's it's knitting or sewing and, you know, we kind of tuck it away, tuck it in, you know, on the shelf for a little bit and we're hurting and we're grieving. But sometimes when you pick those things back up, mm-hmm. you know, and realize that, you know what, I really did enjoy doing this. Yeah. You know, you'll kind of ease and ease your way back into it. It kind of just helps your mind mm-hmm. and helps you find a place of peace just in doing something that you used to enjoy. Yeah. So I just encourage anybody that's maybe experiencing grief. Maybe you've put something down that you used to do. Yeah. You know, maybe you used to, you know, you know, sew or knit or cook or you know anything. Just maybe try picking it back up and finding you know, the love for that again. And I know that can definitely help you get to a place of peace and, you know, find a little bit of joy. Yeah. So good. Um, what would be three takeaways, even if you're repeating what you've already said, what would be three takeaways that you would say to somebody else that's going through the same thing? Definitely. Uh, three, three takeaways for me is just the word of God for me Mm -hmm. was, um, it was food. Mm-hmm. It was definitely nourishment for my my spirit, my soul. You know the headspace that I was in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not an answer; it's the answer. Yeah. Um, There's so many scriptures that tell us that yes, we will go through life and face trials and tests, but it also tells us what to do in those times. Yeah. And those moments, and those are scriptures that we need to speak over ourselves often, daily. Yeah. Um, Something else that I found helpful was, you know, prayer and asking God to heal the areas where I was hurting. Yeah. Um, and he definitely will. 
And even with that, he'll send people to pray with you or, like I said, to just go and have coffee. Go and get tacos. Or tacos. <laughs> and, um, and just our small groups. Yeah. Small groups are just the best creation. And, again, it's surrounding yourself with love and light, mm-hmm. like-minded people. Um, don't do life alone. Yeah. Don't, don't do grief alone. Yeah. If you don't have to, you know, find that place and space that feels good, that feels comfortable. And I can't see anyone that says, hey, I'm going through someone and people not reach out a hand yeah. to help and pray. Yeah. So. so good. I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else that you want to share? No, I don't believe Okay. So. Well, thank you again for coming on this podcast. I appreciate all that you shared, and I hope that it brings healing to somebody today. Remember, goodbyes are not guaranteed. I hope that this podcast watered your life so you can grow in grief today. If you have something that you would like to bring to my attention for us to talk about on this podcast, please email me at growingrief at gmail.com. Thank you.